Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the weather and some things you should have in place depending on if it's windy, raining, or really hot out there for your pool service route to get you through the day safely and quickly. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. Of course, one of the drawbacks of working outdoors are the elements. So doing pool service, you're dealing with extreme heat. Right now, currently this month, we've had 100 degree weather a lot of the days that you're out there. So it's really draining. You also have rainstorms in california of course other parts of the country get probably more rain than we get here and we get windstorms typically from october all the way through february and some pretty major windstorms here in california so the elements are definitely one aspect of your business that you need to be aware of it's not all cushy and easy work the weather is probably the biggest factor out there I'm always checking the weather report. My wife sometimes gets annoyed with me because I'm always looking at the weather a week ahead. But it's something that is very important when you do pool service to know what's going to happen that week as far as temperature, especially for chemistry. For example, if you have days like here in California where we get 105 degrees um, or 100 degrees for six days in a row, high 90s, things like that. It's going to really wear out the pool chemicals for a number of reasons. The one main one being that the UV index is usually pretty high. We have these 100 degree weather days here, which means that the chlorine is not going to withstand the UV rays as well. Even with the cyanuric acid level at the appropriate level, you're going to have a lot warmer water also, sometimes in the 80s. And the desert area, sometimes in the 90s, so this is also a factor. So... You have to treat these pools specifically the week before with the right amount of chemicals so that they'll hold up the week after during the heat wave and things of that nature. Otherwise, you're going to have the pool zero out and get algae in them. So the heat is a major factor in that regard. Also a major factor on how much work you can do out there that day because if it gets too hot, you can overheat and get really ill from heat stroke, especially in the areas where it's over 100 degrees. So I actually treat these 100 degree days like rainy days. Basically it's raining fire and not water. And so you wanna start really early in the morning. I start at the crack of dawn before the sun comes up. I'll be at my first stop. Plan your route to where you're not disturbing your customers by getting there when the sun's rising. Definitely you don't want to be doing a pool that's right outside a bedroom and that of that nature, something like that. You wanna have the pool far away for your first few stops, you can get started early and get through the day pretty quickly. You want to do the minimum, so if the pool doesn't need to be vacuumed, of course you're not going to vacuum the pool. And you basically want to just leave the pool clean with enough chemicals to get through the week. If you have test strips, it's a good week to use test strips to check the chemistry of the pool 
and this will definitely speed up your day out there. You don't want to do any kind of filter cleaning, anything that's going to be anything extra during the week of the heat wave. You want to try to keep it to a minimum. Customers will understand this, and to be honest with you, most customers won't even be out there looking at their pool, not maybe until the evening when it's cooler or darker out, and so they're not going to be looking for cleanliness to the extent they would be any other time because it's too hot to even be outside in most cases. No one's crazy enough to go out there in 100 degree weather to use their pool. And again, it's usually in the evening when the sun's going down, and pools always look better in the evening anyway. So you're pretty much off the hook there as far as that goes. So on those really hot days, you're trying to keep everything down to a minimum so you can get home early before the heat advisory kicks in. Usually in my area, the heat advisory kicks in about 10 or 11 in the morning, which means that they don't advise a lot of strenuous outdoor work during those hours from 11 in the morning till 8 at night. So you want to be done with your route as quickly as possible and try not to schedule any repairs and installs if possible. If there's an emergency, you're going to have to do it. Um, but definitely you don't want to be doing a lot of installs in 100 degree weather. It's just not comfortable. Of course, carry a pop-up tent if you're going to be doing installs in this kind of weather. Because in the shade, you're going to save about 10 or 15 degrees and you're going to be cooler for sure. Now on rainy days where you get a lot of rain here in California we do have a few of these days in my area where we get an inch inch and a half of rain on a day like that there's really nothing you can do out there if you have in your service agreement that on heavy rain heavy rain days that you basically will skip it and get it the next week because typically it's in the winter time anyway and the pools hold up well by missing a week so it's not going to be an emergency or you may have it in your agreement then you go out there and just check the chemicals in the pool, and then that's all you're going to do. For me, I think it's just a waste of time in a lot of cases because the chemistry is not that important in the wintertime, and you're not going to get an accurate reading with the rain coming down really hard. There's really, you can't vacuum on a rainy day because you can't see the bottom. So if you vacuum, it's going to look pretty bad anyway. And skimming the pool on a rainy day, you're just going to get soaked. It's hard to even see debris on the surface, so... There's really not much you can do on really hard rain days out there. Now, the situation will arise where you're going to have two weeks of rain in a row, maybe two weeks on the same day of the service day. So if you're servicing pools on a Wednesday and it's really raining hard, well, you can't even do anything really. But then the following week, you see the forecast predicting rain on Wednesday also. What I'd like to do is switch up my route. And so I'll do those Wednesday's pools on Tuesday. And then I will skip the Tuesday pools because they're going to fall on that Wednesday. But the week before, I did those Tuesday pools because it wasn't raining that day. And this works out really well for those weeks where you're going to get heavy rain on the same day. Basically, you can look at the forecast in most areas and they can predict it pretty well of when the rain is going to hit that day. Sometimes you'll do those pools and next day is not raining and you'll go out there and do the Tuesday pool on Wednesday and that way you don't skip those. But if you do have rain two weeks in a row on the same service day, it's always a good idea to switch up the days so you don't skip the pool for three weeks, basically. And I've done this on a number of occasions, or you can stack some of your pools during the week. So let's say, for instance, it's going to rain on Thursday, pretty heavy, and then the following Thursday and Friday, it's predicted to be another huge rainstorm coming in for the weekend. Then you would do a lot of your Thursday pools, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then that Thursday when the storm comes in, you don't have to go out there. And you haven't missed those pools because you stacked them 
other times during the week. So you can work in any way you want. For me, when it's raining an inch or something like that, it's very dangerous to be out there. One year I was out there working before I realized how dangerous it was. It was out there in the rain. I was getting some chemicals out of the back of my truck. I'm on the side rail of my truck and I slip and fall and I land on my side, on the side of my truck bed and I broke a few ribs and probably the one of the most painful things you can do is break your ribs. So for about two or three weeks I was laying on the floor, sleeping on the floor because I couldn't sleep on the bed. Every time I sneezed it felt like I was you know, pretty much dying at that point. So you definitely don't want to be out there risking your life just to make sure the pools have the right amount of chemicals in it when it's raining that hard. So in your service agreement you should have some kind of rainy day schedule for the customer to refer to. Now if it's light drizzling rain I'll go out there and clean the pool the best I can. I'm talking more heavy rain where you can't even see the water because it's splashing so much rain in there. Those are the days that you probably are not even wanting to be out there. Lightning storms definitely you don't want to be out there if they're predicting lightning storms. You're walking back there with a lightning rod in your hand. Definitely don't go out there when it's uh, where there's lightning predicted, thunderstorms, things like that nature. Just stay home that day and call it call it a day. And I've actually been out there sometimes where the rain wasn't too bad and the customer is like, what are you doing here? You should be at home. So, you know, it goes to show that they're not expecting you anyway in a lot of cases out there. And it's wintertime mainly, so it's not like the pools are being used or they're even looking back there. Here in California, it gets dark like at 5 o'clock in the winter. So no one's really using it. So it's not a big deal if it's raining hard enough where you have to skip the pool. Now as far as wind goes, on the day of the windstorm, the wind's blowing 30 to 40 miles an hour here. It's not uncommon. There's really nothing you can do at that account when the wind is blowing like that. You'll skim the pool. One minute later, the leaves are back in the pool. You definitely can't vacuum the pool because you can't see the bottom. It's so windy. You can empty the skimmer basket. Make sure all the equipment's running correctly, and that's basically all you can do when the wind is that strong. It's basically a wash that day. So you're just going to go out there, do the minimum that you can do. Sometimes it can be very hazardous to be working in the wind because tree branches can fall off, and it's very dusty, so you're going to get dust blown in your face and your eyes. So I don't advise working in a really strong, windy day. You can just go to the service accounts if you can, check the chemicals, Make sure that the skimmer basket is empty and then figure the following week you're going to make that up by cleaning the pools that are getting windblown that day. Luckily in California we get maybe three or four very large Santa Ana wind events and then the smaller events are more manageable. We don't get you know 10 or 12 large windstorm events. Some years we get more than three or four large windstorm events but typically you're going to know that in October, before Halloween, you're going to get a pretty big windstorm. Sometime in November, and then maybe in February and March, there's going to be another Santa Ana wind event. And you can kind of time these things out and plan around your week because they predict them ahead of time, and you're going to know which day is going to be windy on. So on really windy days, you can't do anything. I've been out there, being blown around by the wind, and the customer is aware of the fact that it's just windy that day and there's not much you can do. And again, in your contract, your service agreement, sorry, you should have some clause about windy days and how it may take two or three weeks to clean up a pool after a windstorm. That way they're aware of the fact that you're not going to come back tomorrow and try to clean the pool. That's not going to happen because you have, you know, 14 other accounts that day. So make it clear to the customer that during windy weather, it's going to be a two or three week process to clean the pool. And it's not going to be something that's going to be clean right away. 
And of course, it's important to let the client know your particular schedule during these um, weather events, whether it be windstorms or rain, that you're going to service the pool and what you're going to do during these events so that they're aware of it. A service agreement is a great place to put these in there so that they're aware of your rainy day schedule and also your windy day schedule. As far as the hot days, again, they probably aren't that particular when it's 100, 105 degrees out there. They're not going to be out there anyway themselves. I kind of like the really hot days because I can go pretty quickly through the pools and I don't see any customers out there, which sometimes is a blessing um, being so hot. But of course, you're just dying out there. You want to get done with your day. No time to chit-chat with Mrs. Jones out there. But regardless, let the customer know what your particular weather clause is, and that way they'll be aware of it, and there'll be no questions or phone calls or text messages the next day wondering when you're going to get out there and clean the pool. And if you're looking for more resources, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I also have a coaching program at poolguycoaching.com where you can call me and text me in real time. This is a great way to grow and enhance your business. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.